Hello everyone, welcome back to another VA Hunting Bros podcast. I'm Eldon, and I'm joined today by Lowell Yoder. Special guest, Lowell Yoder. Yes. Lowell, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you say your weekend has been going? How would I rate my deer hunting experience? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. I would rate it at a good solid six i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah you're supposed to rate your experience it's always good to i was just looking through some uh trail camera pictures here it's october 29th your phone was going i thought maybe there was a buck working in scrape somewhere yeah remind me that we need to uh put all those cameras into pause mode in about february or whenever right all the cell cameras will I wonder if we should also switch them to upload only a few times a day. Possibly. So it saves battery. So that you don't have to get twitchy when you get notifications all day. Well, I enjoy watching just kidding. bucks working scrapes and things yeah. like that. Though, okay, you were asking um, what what we would rate our experience or whatever. It's, had, it's slowed down a little bit. Uh, two weeks ago I thought things were off to the races and um, we're about to go well I knew it wasn't the rut but I I was expecting like I had a morning hunt this was about two weeks ago we had a nice cold snap that morning you went the morning I went over here on our neighbor's farm I got up a tree on the back side of where it's a bunch of brushy stuff um, overgrown, kind of an overgrown field yeah. area where the deer f- would filter back through off of beans and got up in a tree and could see out into the beans and you know there were deer out in the beans well after daylight feeding, does and then a, a decent buck kind of bumping around. They were just acting uh, goofy. Does were just ripping around kind of acting childish like they were just enjoying the cool morning i guess yeah. but literally just running i mean the buck was maybe bumping him a little bit but he wasn't chasing him. so and then i think we got was it that a day or two later i mean there were we got like a mid-morning group of bucks working that scrape back there maybe that was right through that period of time and we had various other bucks popping through on camera and so i thought okay we'll we're gonna kill something on the scrape was well, kind of the activity on the scrapes really slowed up there for a little bit yeah and it got a little warmer i don't know we still had some cool mornings so i don't know yeah uh, just when we thought we kind of figured out how deer work <laughs> no. yeah i hunted some of those mornings i shot a doe the one night uh, after I saw that buck, yeah, that's right, it was that night, I saw where he, he skirted me 60, 70 yards coming in off that field. I went back right where he went into the woods, expecting him to come back out that evening, and I ended up shooting a doe out of that tree. So that was good. Yeah, At least always good that practice. I could shoot a deer with a stick and string, <laughs> and... She then, tasted good too. She did. Uh, we went. Let's see. I'm trying to think. 
I had a, a couple daylight pictures of deer moving through a place in the morning. So I threw a couple morning sits of that. I had really good access. I didn't feel like I was boogering up anything by hunting it multiple times. I can't say what those features are, lest they give the spot away. But basically you slip through an area and your wind blows back into an area of the wind. The deer don't go. Actually your thermals pull it back. So I can hunt it as long as the wind is calm on pretty much any wind. Yeah. Until. Anyway, the one morning I was in there, I saw a deer skirt through the brush. And I don't know, it just had a bucky look to it. I, I didn't see its head, so I don't know. Yeah. But. So then the following morning, I went in a little earlier, slipped up a little farther, and actually set up. I'd been setting up on the ground, but I set up in a tree with my saddle. But he never came through that I saw, that I could tell. A raccoon did come through. Got my blood worked up a little bit. I think right we've got more pictures of raccoons light. this year than any year yeah, I can we've remember. been a good number of raccoons and bears. Yeah, Almost every single bears. camera has a bear on it at some point or another. Yeah. And I Weird. saw the one. I told you about the one I jumped yeah. in the food pod the other yeah. night. Fairly small one. Yep, so, so that pretty much wraps up our October. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, I've been trying to poke around, scout, and do my due diligence. Poked into, like, I didn't tell you this, but on the way home from uh, taking Dawson to school, I couldn't help myself and ended up starting to scout. I popped in the cutover, that transition, the cutover up the road, walked down there a little ways, didn't see anything much for sign. Though that grass is, you know, waist high, good bedding. And then I popped in just down the road here, across from the shop, the auto parts place. You know, there probably there could easily be a decent buck bedding in there. Well, I mean, there's we've, scrapes we've in got there. numerous pictures of that deer, you know. There are scrapes in, in the mornings. And I found two or three scrapes. I just kind of eased up along the edge. I didn't want to bust in there. Man, yeah. it's thick. And huh. I, I just keep thinking, okay, where's a spot that nobody goes? And, like, that's the perfect spot. Because I don't even go there. There or across the road. It's 300 it's yards from, there as it used from to be. the house here. Yeah. And, of course, you never deer hunt. That's that close like that. house either. So, I I wanted to talk to you about this offline, but I wonder if you should hang a camera in there. Maybe I don't know. I think we've got one or two. But then I walk back up in. I cross the road on that ridge and walk back up into the woods above that other house. Okay. And just nothing really up in there. It's just huh. so open. Yeah, it used it's to be thick, lot, thick, glass. thick. Yeah. So there is a scrape probably 20, 25 yards off the road right on that ridge. But you know that's done at night. But yeah. they on down into the thick stuff, they can definitely be in there all day. Interesting. So what's happening this coming week there, buddy? Um, that's a great it's question. Friday, October I haven't the been 29th. able to figure out what's going on next week yet. It's Friday, October the 29th. No, so we're headed to Missouri. If all of our plans come together here. 
Yeah. I mean, at this point, so it's kind of... You're leaving on the 31st, but you can't leave early, so you probably can't drive it straight through. So yes, I'm leaving in midday on November the 1st. That is the plan. And yep. I'm going via another state and another route, and we have a funeral to go to on the way. Yeah. So I'll be showing up about a day later than you. That is correct. And you'll have things dialed in and pinpointed and scouted. I thought I might go ahead and thump one by Are then. you going to thump one Monday night without me to help <laughs> what you? What a weird word or collection of words. Thump a deer. If So if you get one Monday night, get your get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, then I'll help you on a few days. Okay. And then yeah. you'll bounce to Indiana. Maybe. And chase a booner there. No, or I'm not or going anywhere until Nebraska we, or wherever else you want to go. Until we whack a one or two in Missouri if, if that was to happen. Yeah, so we're going to hit it. Are, aren't we a little, I think we're earlier than we were. We haven't, we didn't go last year, so it's been two years ago. Yeah. The we first year I almost thought we ago. went like the second or third, or was it the other way? I have no idea. I can't remember. I don't know. Did we record like it almost podcast seems like that year too? I don't think we did. I thought we did. Was that maybe the second we did? year? I thought maybe we should actually bounce back and listen to them. Mike could for that ourselves. That was kind of the whole point of doing them, wasn't it? Yeah, so we could <laughs> learn from them yeah. and uh, what to do differently and yeah. so forth. Of course, you're out there this spring, and hopefully that knowledge will help a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm really curious to poke into a couple of places that I thought looked I pretty good. I think we found some places that we thought might be good and ended up not looking that great when you got there. Yeah. And then you found some old sign and stuffing places too, so. Yep. Looking forward to uh, not sitting in my desk chair every day. And, yeah, I think uh, the strategy is, well, we have, I would say, probably six seven eight areas that we want to check out where you found good sign thick spots or places and we have some run into deer in the past yeah so you'd like to think going into the third year of hunting a spot that we would you know you don't have it figured out but you at least have some stuff narrowed down maybe yep we've bounced around a little bit out there but generally focused on two Two, two conservation areas. areas. Yeah, I was going to say wildlife management areas, but they call them conservation areas out there. Yeah, just thick is what we're looking for. I think thick and edges, and, thick and uh, edges, and then you know the first couple of days of November, I would definitely be thinking a little about scrapes. Still, yeah, for sure, they might not have transitioned off of them quite yet and the weather actually looks pretty decent you said it was cooling down some yeah uh, i was seeing earlier i was seeing lows in the mid to upper 30s has in the 50s and now it's even trended i mean i'm seeing has in the upper 40s okay and lows in the like a few lows, mid to upper 20s. Wow. Yeah, so. I feel a like bit, I've just been sweating a lot it'll lately. It'll be, <laughs> be a different than what it's we've been doing. It's a pretty big switch. Doing, yeah. But a lot of sun. 
Yeah. And I guess there's varying opinions about whether clear and cold rain and cold or fronts and so yeah. forth are just clear and cold. I think the jury's like clear and cold. They hunt in Missouri, so they should know. Yeah, they should know. Yeah. No, I'm really looking forward to it. I think we're going to try to record some uh, podcast stuff as we go. Um, Probably just little updates yeah. for our own use, if, if nothing else. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably put it all together at the end, so it'll be one podcast instead of... You'll probably upload it every day. That's not the plan. Yeah. You'll be too busy hunting. Yeah. Speaking is, of which... It is nicer for it to be dry. Um, yeah. You know, it's when an out-of-state trip is just puts a damper on it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets too much rain. Like three that. three years ago, you remember it snowed some. It was a wet yeah. snow yeah. and so forth. When we were in Alabama, it was like it didn't. I don't think it rained or snowed much, but it snowed right. We sweated we a ton. Sweated? I just remember being miserable going in. It was the first time we'd ever used them tree stands. Yeah, and we would sweat setting up. I don't know. How, then, I, um, I feel like I lost 10 pounds just in sweat that trip. We would sweat, and then it would be freezing cold yeah. because it was in the 20s yeah. in Alabama, for goodness sake. Yeah, sakes. it was like the coldest temperatures they had for years. Yeah, then we would shiver and get freezing cold. So I think we've learned a few things since. Yeah, in probably. In setup and hopefully temperature management a little bit. Yep. But our setups were, yeah, just hanging multiple stands and sticks and it was pretty decent setup honestly looking back (laughs) yeah it's just different than what we do now but well saddles and sticks oh i think my uh extra stick if i wait long enough sunday might show up okay we'll see though my the little stealth strip silencers came yesterday okay cool we should put them on our platforms this will be our first year hunting with saddles out there, so that'll make trudging two miles back into public land a little bit easier and nicer. Yeah, yeah. Although them sticks are still pretty heavy. They do get heavy, even just sticks. Especially, I mean, like, I always carry so them in my tethered, tethered one sticks made out of... Are they titanium? What are I they made out of? what they're made out of. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple different expensive they're... sticks that we haven't bought yet yeah i think i'll stick with my <laughs> stick sticks stick with your sticks for now yeah anyway. i just around here i've been running three during this bow season i took instead of running four i took yeah. the other one off and i'm not i know i'm not getting very high but the leaf cover has been pretty good i probably i'll definitely take the fourth out there and i'll just i guess we'll see yeah but the, i don't think they've had a killing frost yet though it looks like they're going to get one while we're there so okay probably things will change quite a bit what well, does it always does anyway like the first few days versus a week into it the hunt it definitely the woods gets more open but yeah leaves will be dropping like crazy i still want to shoot a deer before we leave around here in virginia oh so, okay got You're about a day to, to do it yeah 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 oh uh, right. i guess one thing we could mention yet you know we we have dedicated ourselves to hunt harder this year yeah uh, 
I'm not sure what that more scouting, like, more but... walking, more midday hunting, and yeah, we'll see once. Yep. Well, that's it for this podcast episode. Thanks for listening, and you can we'll keep you updated. I reckon. Listen to the next episode. Look forward to the next episode. We'll have some uh, Missouri hunting details Content from for the for, Virginia for hunting birds or whoever we are. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. A piece.